Am I okay here? You want me to sit up a little bit? No. How was that? It was all right. Oh. What are you going to say? You don't like yourself? What I didn't talk about is, what's it called when you have to buy a more expensive product in order for them to offer you the product you want? Typing. Season 2, Episode 4. Today we're talking about business models. If you just joined me for the first time, my name is Brad Hogan. I'm a business guy here in Central Florida and just talking about startups, what it takes, how we get there, and how you're going to risk it all getting there. Let's just dive into business models. I, I like this segment. First of all, I mean, there's just dozens of different business models, and some of them I'll touch on briefly that we're very familiar with, but basically what is a business model? And it's your company's core strategy for profitability and doing business, how you're going to do business. And models generally include information like products and services, the business plan, how you're going to sell, your target markets, and what you anticipate your expenses to be. Basically, there's two levers of a business model. We've got the investor and then we need to consider the product offering. So where does our money come from? What's that look like? It depends on our business model. And then what is our product or what is our offering? And those are two key elements when we talk about business model. Just understanding your business model is the first step. So we've got some type of value proposition. What is it? Is it a physical product? Is it our services of some kind? You know, what's that look like? What are our startup costs? What's our marketing strategy going to be as we go into this business model? What are the demands? So demands on us from consumers, clients, whoever our client is. What are they demanding? And finally, what's our investment? Let's get into the types of different business models that are out there. Some of these are going to be commonplace, and then we're going to talk about a few that are a little newer in the last few years, a lot to do with how um, marketing and media has changed, whether it's online or through other sources. We've got direct sales. Direct sales is as old as time. So direct sales could be ringing the doorbell, selling a set of encyclopedias, some of you don't even know what that is because it's all online now. But door-to-door salesmen, they used to sell vacuum cleaners and encyclopedias. And the insurance guy used to go door-to-door. Direct sales. And that looks a little different today. We could be online going direct to consumer. Franchising. If someone says franchising, I immediately think of McDonald's. In a franchise, the franchisor sets up the franchisee. We would buy from a franchise business let's say we buy mcdonald's well mcdonald's has got a system and hey we all know where the fries are at mcdonald's right it's over there on the left hand side we know where the shake machine is it's in the same place every time but we're basically going to buy our goods our consumables from mcdonald's we're buying our cups and our lids and our napkins etc and In turn, for that franchise fee that we pay them, a percentage of 
It could be gross or net sales, whatever it is. Franchisee may have a, a model like McDonald's where you're paying rent. It's about the property. But the bottom line is they are doing all the marketing and the advertising. You're benefiting from that as a franchisee. That's why you buy a McDonald's instead of open up your own hamburger stand. How about advertising-based business? So whether that's online or whether that's in print media form. As um, home service goods in a local area, we advertise in some form. Still today, a lot of that is done through, it could be uh, dropping a mailer. It could be through print media if a neighborhood has some kind of magazine. It might just be all advertising that comes out in a magazine. We certainly benefit from that. How's that fit in your model? I think the main thing that's changed today we want to talk about is, is your business local? Do you have a, a store or a service that if I'm located here in Central Florida, I'm not necessarily answering the call or providing the service to a guy in California? I may be able to answer his question, but unless I've got an office there, I'm not going to be very effective. Okay, let's say I have an office in California. What about the guy in New York that calls next week? You know, can I service him? It depends. If I'm selling something online, well, I can service the whole world. You know, we just we just ship it out or give the information, whatever it is. Brick and mortar. Brick and mortar, I think about Walmart. Um, it's a physical location. And certainly we all have them all over our city. Um, it's an actual place that you walk into. We're not ordering it online, etc. As those business models change, and think about your own business. If you've been in business for a while, let's think about what's coming. You know, it's not just Amazon that's in the space of shipping. Walmart is now partnering with outside people, and they are moving that direction They've been there for a while, not nearly as popular as some of the others, but they're in that space. And this is not a knock on Walmart, but the Walmart as we know it, the, bo the box store, it's going away. Look up Walmart, read about it. They've closed several stores. Why? You know, I was surprised this last Christmas as I went to the mall. Just wasn't very many people in the mall. I thought it would be packed. I wouldn't be able to find a parking space. We can all relate to that in years past. This year, I had no problem. You know, and we've got other stores. We'll call them box stores, meaning brick and mortar. Bed, Bath & Beyond just filed for bankruptcy. And just the basic premise of business models, this is so important. I talk about this as I'm counseling or meeting with coaching other people in business it's got to be so difficult to open a let's say a ladies boutique in your hometown now, i'm not saying don't do it but the money it's got to go into advertising and driving the traffic and somebody's got to walk in there to buy a product opposed to being able to be online where the whole world is literally seeing you and that's your client rather than being one little place in one little town that maybe nobody's heard of 
And it, it's just, that's kind of the antithesis or, or the embellishment or exaggeration of what that looks like. I mean, a Bed Bath & Beyond, if I can order it online no matter where I'm at, if Bed Bath & Beyond is not near me, even in my town, I mean, how far do I have to drive? There is something to be said for certain goods and certain price points. People want to put their hands on it, but I think that's changing. Would you order a car online if you've not seen it? I don't know. That's up to you. And you've got to think about that in your business model, what you're offering. I think about the NBA. So the NBA is kind of, what, what is NBA? They're an organization, and what they deliver is entertainment in sports, okay? But they also partner with brick-and-mortar stores. There's the NBA store, and then they've got a licensing model where you might find their products online. They may be offered by someone else. They may be in the Walmart, etc., so they've gone several directions. That business model is a little different. Retailers in general, uh, I think about Costco wholesale. You know, the, the wholesale club's a little bit different model. But retailers, I think of the malls. There's more retail space available now than ever before. Manufacturers, what's that look like? As a manufacturer today, you've got different options. Is a manufacturer today selling more direct to consumer? I mean, Tesla kind of broke the automobile manufacturer's model by not having someone in between. They're direct to consumer. Business to consumer, it could be a wholesaler, could be direct to consumer, could be a franchisee. There's several different ways the manufacturer can go today. That's changing at a fast pace. Fee for service. Fee-for-service, I'll offer you advice for a fee. Uh, Stockbroker, maybe fee service. Realtor, fee-based service. They're providing some expertise. What about subscription-based services? I think, man, these are more and more prevalent. Spotify, Apple Music, Netflix is a great one. Freemium. What is freemium? Freemium, it's kind of a new term. And freemium is where we convert the free model to a premium model. So I think of LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a free service. Everybody can get it all day long. But if you want to upgrade to the premium model, it costs you a little bit of money a month, but you get added benefits. And more and more, it's becoming a popular service as we go more and more online. Bundling. Bundling is a term we hear with the, I think of the telephone or internet companies. AT&T's got bundling. So um, not many of us have home phones today. There's a place for it, reason to have it, reason, and a lot of reasons not to have it. But they offer it at a very, very discounted price, but they can get a couple extra dollars if you'll put it in the bundle. So it's the internet service, the cable service, the home phone, 
Maybe they offer uh, the cell, cell phone. It's just a bundled package. Who is your audience? What are you trying to accomplish? I see um, bundles on camera equipment for videographers today. You know, it's something that's changed in our society. If you go to buy a laptop, is there a bundle with uh, all the cables and the backpack and et cetera? It's just bundling stuff together. The next one I think of is marketplace. Marketplace is really an, an area where we go that we can exchange goods and services, and it's a safe place. So eBay, Facebook Marketplace, that's a place to go. You can exchange things. Healthcare Marketplace, you can go on there and get insurance, and you're gonna, you know you're going to get a fair deal. Somebody's not going to rip you off. There's some regulation to it. Another business model I think of is affiliate. Affiliate, what's that mean? Well, I think of online affiliate marketing. So that's where someone else would be offering your goods and services. They're affiliated with you. Maybe they provide a link if you're an influencer. And what's that mean? You could be an influencer within your community. You could be an influencer online. But if you're recommending or referring, that's really an affiliate. That's where that comes from. We've got Amazon as a marketplace out there. And then Amazon will allow you and me and the next person, anybody can go on there and get an affiliate link. If you've got traffic, if you're an influencer or whatever you do, if you've got traffic coming to you, to your site, to your landing page, and you've got an affiliate link on there, they can click on it, and when they buy something, you get paid for it. Not only that, but if you're on that page and you decide you don't want any of those things listed in that affiliate link, but you decide you need trash bags at that moment and you go search for trash bags, still get paid. You still get paid for coming from that page. Let's look into the future. What could we do that could help our business? So if we're starting up and we don't have necessarily a lot of influence, what about the people that do? What could I offer someone that has more influence and we are seeing more and more companies, even large established companies, pay for affiliate marketing or influencers to advertise online rather than advertising on TV or on the radio, etc. Some of those older traditional methods. It's just a fast-paced, changing world as we talk about business models. Let's talk about uh, talk about razor blade. What's a razor blade? I think of HP printers. I've got one here in my office. And what that is, we're going to buy an item, a printer, and then we're going to buy a consumable that goes with it. The ink goes with it. I think about gaming consoles. <laughs> I mean, I jokingly say, man, these gaming consoles, they should give them away for free. Because the money is not in the gaming console. I don't care what you paid for it. You paid $300, $500, $700, $800 for the console. But man, just over and over. I mean, every game is 
40, 50, 60, 70, 80 dollars. Everybody I know that's a gamer's got a library of these games, just thousands and thousands of dollars worth of games. Forget the console. That's razor blading. What is pay as you go? What's that look like? Well, the United States is the only country that I know of where we pay for our cellular service after we use it. So most of the rest of the world is prepaid, what I'll call pay-as-you-go. And as I travel to some of these third world countries, I'll see people stop in the little convenience store, give them 2 to $3 to add minutes to their cell phone. Think of the service businesses, pay-as-you-go. I talked a little bit about financing. Mezzanine financing. Mezzanine financing is pay-as-you-go. And we get into mezzanine when we get into bigger construction projects. But just on a local level, let's say you've got a contractor. You're remodeling your kitchen. What's that look like? Well, you know, it's kind of pay-as-you-go. I need, I need a draw up front to buy the materials. A third of the way through, I need another draw because i got to pay my guys. And then, you know, I need another And then finally, you know, you'll pay me out at the end. But it's just kind of pay-as-you-go in a modern service business. There's several different business models that you can look at, and you've got to figure out what works best for you. Um, and it may be a hybrid of several of these, you know, more than likely. But these are just some models to look at. And what I want you to do as you create your business model, identify your audience and your target market. Define the problem. And many people will tell you, figure out what people need. And I want to modify that a little bit. Figure out what people want. People will buy what they want even before they buy what they need. Document your needs as a business. What do you need and where are you going? Everything from the numbers, the pricing, the cost, etc., to your team as you build it, what that looks like. Test your model. This is a, a living thing, your business, and it's going to constantly change as the marketplace changes. But testing your model is so important. Don't be afraid to make some adjustments. You guys are going to be successful. I'm looking forward to seeing you out there. I'll see you in the next one.